0: And welcome back to another episode of Real Estate Renovators, the show designed to help real estate agents navigate through the proverbial shitstorm. Today, I want to. Before we introduce our guest today, I want to introduce my wonderful fellow co-host. I've got the very injured,
1: injured Persian
0: <laughs> princess. We sometimes call him. How are you, Rexy? Oh
1: well, I'm in a bit of pain, but I'm okay. What
0: happened? I
1: tore my bicep in a professional boxing fight.
0: And then what happened after that?
1: Um, I may have gone out after. Yeah, that. he <laughs> so did. May, may yes. I did finish the fight with a gun.
0: And this <laughs> is why I get appointed as CEO of ensuring Rex doesn't get lit.
1: <laughs> you do a bad job at that. I as well.
0: know. <laughs> I know. Next. Next, our man in the sky, Pistol Pete. How are you over there in Brisbane, Pete?
2: Good morning, guys. How are you all? Good, good thanks, morning.
0: We're fresh, Pete. How are you?
2: I'm really good. Yeah. Really good. good.
0: Good.
1: Did you go out last
2: night, Pete? Rex, Rex, Rex thank you Rex. for bringing that up. <laughs> I might have, and I might have What got a home.
0: hypocrite over here. <laughs> what the- a hypocrite <laughs> <Yeah>. over <laughs> here. Oh, oh, good, good <laughs> I am here. I you am are. here
2: and present. And looking very fresh. <laughs>
0: Let me tell your audience, it's very difficult being a female in a group of males, but you know, we're <laughs> going to get through it. And I'm lucky to have a superstar female with us here today. This woman does not need any introduction. If you have any, if you're in real estate or you've had any exposure to real estate and you haven't heard of Claudia Michaels, I think you'd probably be living under a rock, wouldn't you, it's actually? True.
3: So welcome to our wonderful guest, Claudia. Thank you. How All are you, Claudia? Glad to be here. I too went out last night, so I'm, I'm, I've got maybe four hours sleep.
1: better than some of us
3: yes i (laughs) know but very happy to be here thank you for coming on the show so claude was just telling us before there was some paranormal activity (gasps) in her house last night oh my god just anything that could have happened this weekend has Um, so we've gone away and yeah there's just all this stuff happening in the house and uh, everyone's freaked out. There's about 16 girls and we're all like, no, there's something wrong in here. And no one's had any sleep, but we're still having a great time. And
0: we're still looking like, if I looked like you on four hours sleep, I would be very happy with that. What about you, Rexy?
1: I, would, I have a less than four hours sleep. And yes. you still look
3: good too.
0: Maybe it's just me. So Claude, we want to get started so we we i think most people follow you on instagram and you've got this big following and you share and document a lot of your life both personal and professional mm-hmm. i want to draw it back to younger day claudia Tell us about your upbringing. Tell us about you before real estate, and then let's talk about the transition into how you got into real estate and your journey to
3: where you are today. How long do you guys have? (laughs) (laughs) As long as you need. (laughs) All right. So, to put it simply, have you guys watched my big fat Greek wedding? Yes. Yes. That's my family. (laughs) So every day is someone's birthday. I've got four sisters. Um, I, I am the eldest. We were born in Romania. I came here at the age of five. My dad- you Romanian? Yeah, oh. yeah. My dad had $14 in his pocket, um, didn't speak a word of English, and um, fast forward to 16, I got pregnant. Oh wow. So two months before I turned 17, I gave birth to my daughter.
1: It must not been long ago. Um,
3: <laughs> and by the time I was 19, I had my first Business, my first uh, investment property, home, money in the bank. I started really, really, really young, and also being from a European family, that was a shock to my mm, family. I can um, imagine first thing even I to thought. me. Mm. But it kind of, you know, the irony was that it worked out so well. It forced me to level up, and ever since that day, I've taken care of my family to the best oh. that I can, and that's why I work so hard because. I know that I can provide them with the lifestyle that they can only dream of and mm. I know I can do that. So that's my why. Do you think mm. having your daughter
0: young was the reason this hunger came to you? Do you think if you hadn't have had her young, you might have gone on a different path?
3: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I, I, as soon as I felt pregnant, I got into, okay, we need to save. I need to create a nest. I need to, uh, you know, be with the family. And it propelled me and pushed me. And she is absolutely gorgeous, stunning. She's so charismatic. She's so smart, so witty. And she's just beautiful.
0: Oh, yeah. You. She sounds like a mini you. <laughs> <laughs> what was that, Pete?
2: <laughs> um, Claudia, if, if someone was watching this and in a similar situation, what, why would you choose real estate again? Like, what, what was the reason that you chose real estate other than the other profession?
3: um this one is uh, i literally chose real estate purely because of zed um i didn't think that i could do real estate um i didn't uh, he believed in me before i believed in myself
1: can we go back yes my understanding is you started real estate late in your career you had other roles other businesses yeah
3: look i've only been in real estate now for two and a half years
1: wow so what? how was the conversion from some other industry into real estate? All
3: right, so I was working in the Europe, European football industry in Monaco, Italy, and Spain. And I was a soccer scout, a tour manager. We took kids from all across the world, brought them to a residency program. And through that, we did a lot of events. So I brought out Mike Tyson to Australia. Then I brought out... What was
1: Mike Tyson like in real life?
3: Freaking legend. Ah. (laughs) I I would love to meet Mike Tyson. I was scared, but when I met him, he was just really down to earth, really great guy. Um, He had his kids. His um, stepmom, uh, sorry, his uh, wife's mom. He's just really family oriented. So this was
1: the later Mike Tyson, not the. Crazy the
3: later Mike Tyson, yeah. but don't let that fool you because yeah, he gets angry and you see that fiery oh side, and you're like, oh, there's Mike, yeah. <laughs> the but <laughs> that Mike, he was so great. Cool. And what so, made you
1: bring people down to Australia? What um, that?
3: Well, in in being in the European football industry, the guy that I worked for, he has the biggest soccer academy in the world. And with the kids that you know, come into this academy, you've got families with X amount of money, and you meet people from all different types of calibers, and we just got so many things given to us, and you guys should get into events, and we did. And I sold out Australia wide cool. uh, for Mike Tyson, and then we brought out Roberto Carlos, which is a World Cup champion from mm. Brazil. And I organized a red carpet event at Crown Casino and I thought, what am I gonna do? I need to introduce this legend on stage. I'm gonna do dribblers, so soccer boys doing tricks on stage. And I thought, I've gotta do something else. And I remembered there was this guy that was following (laughs) me on Instagram. (laughs) And I thought, oh my God, he does drumming and he does Brazilian dancing. Great, I'm gonna get this guy. So I hired Zed (laughs) to the event, met him that night um, and ever since then, he just kept chasing me and kept chasing. And at, at first I thought, okay, he's a guy. And I told him, look, if you're trying to get in my pants, it's not going <laughs> to I'm not going there. How did he take and that? He's like, I would like to, but listen, <laughs> I, like, I think you'd be really great in real estate. I didn't believe him and I didn't want to give up what I had. I tried to explain to him, like, why would I want to give up? I'm traveling the world, meeting the most you know, influential people. Uh, I'm loving life. And he's like, look, I think you'd be really great. So I asked him, how much money you want? And he's like, oh, that's a bit abrupt. I'm like, well, if you want me to change my career, I need a little bit of something. And he goes, OK, I think I'm sitting on 1.2 million for the year. And I, and I said, in commission. And he goes yeah i think so and i said okay i'll come see your boss on monday morning so this was before he was zed real estate this was when he was was Zed real estate okay so So lj LJ Hooker. hooker so i went to go meet this guy and zed wasn't there of course running around doing his thing and i said to his boss, I go, is it true Zed's sitting on $1.2 million for the year? And he's like, no. Nah. And I thought, mother, he's lying <laughs> what to me. Happen? He's lying to me. And, and then the, the guy gets a piece of paper and he's like, he's closer to $1.4 million for the year. Oh. And I thought, my God, if he can do this in the ghetto, okay, of that area, I thought, if I can do half of what he's doing, yeah, okay, I'll come in. So I started and... I thought oh my god i've met so many influential people from all across the world that got millions of dollars but this guy's mindset is the same as 60 and 40 uh, 64 and 70 year olds that have made it and i thought you know what i'm going to be a part of history i'm going to start and then this was the first time that i actually got intimidated thinking what if i can't what if i can't um keep up with him And to my shock, even today, I still look back and in my first month in real estate, I listed and sold over $13.1 million worth of real estate in my first month ever. Wow. And ever since then, it's been.
1: So how was the conversion? How was your first listing? like, was the people you knew? Did you get no, training for the
3: listings? No, 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 my first week I sold the property. Uh, Zed threw me in the deep end thinking, just go take these people through the house and I'm gonna do this and I'll meet you back at the office. And he's like, if anyone wants to make an offer, you give them this. And I went in there and I got 20 or 30,000 above the asking price brought them back to the office had no idea what i was doing Z- called up zed he's like how'd you go just come in i'm like no no, i've got an offer he's like what are you talking about he goes what's the offer i'm like x amount and he's like what the
1: <laughs> and he's
3: like all right do this do that and i literally had no idea what i was doing but that's how i learn. here you wow. are so it's very yeah. much sink or swim would you say Claude?s yeah you know what when it comes to that as much as i get scared and i don't want to do it i if i throw myself in the deep end i I find that that's how I really learn yeah. and I'm really good at that.
0: Absolutely. yeah. I speak to people all day, every day wanting to transition into real estate and the first few months are obviously the hardest months. And I think people, I think we've had this conversation yeah. in social environments when we talk about the perception of what real estate is in comparison to the reality of what happens when you're in here. Can you talk us through what your perception was of real estate before stepping in and then the reality of what it's been like over the
3: past few years? Um. Well, I didn't really know much because I hadn't seen all the glitz and the glamour. I just thought, okay, long hours, we're going to be working, you know, after 4-5pm, okay, it's hours. But since getting into it, I've realised that uh, to everyone else, there is a perception that it's, it's glitz, it's glamour, mm. um, you know, it's fun. Uh, and we have a lot of people that come in thinking that it's going to be easy, but they don't realise got to put in work, you mm. got to put in time, uh, you got to sacrifice time with your family, your friends, you know, people in your life, um, just you time as well. I work seven days a week, not because I have to. I love what I do, but it is time-consuming. Mm. It takes away time, and time's the biggest commodity. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Hey, Claudia, I'm really interested to in no- know... As a woman in like what is normally in that prestige and very much a boys club, has that changed the way that you've navigated through your career thus far as a woman?
3: Um, I think being in a male-dominated space and, you know, uh, being able to do just as good as the men. It's an advantage to some extent, isn't it? To me, it's a great thing because... I think um, males are amazing they don't really have um, a lot that holds them back they focus more on the solution they don't worry about the small stuff they don't sweat the the little things Mm. and i think that's why also men are so good in it but then a woman will bring that uh, nurturing side and uh, we automatically get trust and it's just worked so well to me
0: Absolutely, And yes,
3: putting in the hours, you've definitely got to put in the hours, but yeah, being in a male dominated space, um, there is so much potential for women to, to be in this industry because it, it helps. If, it, imagine you're selling a property and you've got two guys that are there. You even as a male might get intimidated. You've got a male and female, you've got both worlds. Mm.
0: Mm. People, Absolutely. people
3: feel more comfortable. Talk
1: us, can you talk us through your listing presentation? Because I, I think in real estate, listing is probably the hardest part or the most important part. So, what is your listing presentation compared to? And with only two year and a half years' experience and yeah. doing so well, what makes a difference?
3: Um, honesty and no bullshit. Mm. Um, I simply tell them listen, if I take your property and if you give me the green light I'm on, I can't guarantee that I'm gonna get a a record price. I can't guarantee that I'm gonna sell. Um, All I can guarantee is that I'm gonna work harder than anyone else. And I'm gonna tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. So I'm not that agent that bumps up the price. Um, I'm just really honest and that honesty comes through and they love that. Awesome. I like that. Claude, we spoke to Zed about this a lot on the show and, and
0: I think that you do it just as great as Zed does, if not better. I hope he doesn't watch this. Social media and and branding and marketing and what that's done for you as an agent. You are so active on your social media and it's not just I've listed this house and I've sold this house and a picture of a listed sign and a sold sign like 90% of other agents do. Yeah. You show sort of aspects of your personal life. you out, you know, whining and dining yeah. but also you you show the hustle behind it, your late nights, your early yeah. mornings. Can you talk us through what, do you have sort of a, um, a method to what you post on social media and what has the yes. effect of being so active on social media? How's that benefited you and, and your business within a business?
3: Um, great question. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this one, I literally just taught myself and took a lot of guidance from Zed because Zed was doing it quite a bit. Um, we are visual creatures. Uh, Everyone can't stay off their mobile phones for more than five minutes. Mm. If we're watching a movie, you still got your mobile phone next to you. And even though you might be watching a movie, you're still scrolling. Mm. So I've realized that if I'm out there promoting just business, I'm losing a lot of clients. Um, People get bored, they don't wanna see it. If I mix it up with a little bit of fashion, a little bit of life, a little bit of family, food, um, you know, going out, People get to fall in love with who you are Mm. and what you stand for. And people, social media is about engaging without me even realizing just by me being with family, being with my daughter, showing my crazy dog, you know, going out with the girls, doing business, leaving deal, leaving, you know, restaurants to go do a deal and then going straight back to it. People love watching that and they fall in love with you as a person. And I've met people now that I don't even know and they're like, Claudia, all good. I, I know who you are. Here's my here's my listing. Please so take it. You get it.
1: listings straight from your social media.
3: Social media. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And there's still some agents
0: that don't do it. I don't understand. Why yeah. do you think people aren't doing it?
3: it's it's so different it's not the norm so the standard you know it's all about you know realestate.com which is great it's about you know brochure uh, drop-offs and it just at the end of the day you've got to jump onto this wagon because we are all visual creatures think about websites our website is our Mm. instagram Mm. is our our linkedin Mm. tiktok now I've got a guy that's doing TikTok as an agent. Do you have and a TikTok? I just got it, oh. and I have no idea what I'm doing <laughs> on it, but that's okay. Um, he's getting listings <laughs> through TikTok. I've seen those
0: TikToks—the ones in LA in Beverly Hills, and Beverly Hills—and the amount of views that it gets. is like 20 million views of someone listing a property. Yeah. Imagine the exposure of that. You know, mm. it's huge, and you don't think that these, all these, like Instagram TikTok, you post, and you don't know what's actually happening and bubbling behind no. the scenes, right?
3: I'll give you guys an example. I'm at Bar Carolina um the guy will know who i'm talking about my (laughs) vendor um i'm at bar carolina with the girls and out comes the the waiter saying do you know a guy called so-and-so and And i said no i have no idea and he goes he wants you to sell his house and i thought okay i'm at a club well bar restaurant everyone's drunk do i really give him my business card so i gave him my business card said tell the guy to call me on monday if he's serious Anyway, the guy came over, started talking, said, I follow you on Instagram. Can you please follow me back now? I've got a house that I want you to list. I've got a house in Brighton East. Can you please list that? And I'm looking for a house in Brighton. If I didn't take him seriously, (laughs) um, I wouldn't have got this deal over. Comes next week, I I sell him a house for $6 million. Just like that. And And you got
1: the listing as well?
3: Got the listing as well. And that was through social media. And he's following constantly. We've done deals on LinkedIn Hmm. developments, Sydney. Even we've got people calling us from Sydney because social media is that powerful. It can be.
0: That is crazy. So I use it to my advantage. The other
3: night I went to a club for a birthday and we finished a deal in the club at 12.35am in the morning. In the club? I documented it. Isn't it crazy ah. that I already <laughs> know that because I saw this on your social media. Mm-hmm. What club are you going to do I, deals like I that? I went to Bond, so it uh. was Saturday. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> been there, done that. Yeah. I don't go to Bond anymore, but. Rex was probably there as well. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, we had a deal. It was Saturday. Um, I got an offer at 5pm. And then we had to go to the birthday party. And we just continued making the deal and going back and forth and comes 12.35 a.m. in the morning, we had just done the deal. I called up the guy, said a huge congratulations, the house is yours, called up the vendor, she was still awake and that's how we did it because when the pot is hot, you don't stop stirring. Yeah. Like that. That's one of my biggest mottos, because then life gets in the way. Life happens, everyone has the intention of doing something, then something happens with the kids, their boyfriend cheats on them, and then they, they can't be bothered, they're mm. tired, mm. and then they don't do the deal. Mm. So when it's hot, that's when I strike. I like it. Where do you see your
1: career going? Now if it's been two and a half years, doing yeah. quite well, well-known in the industry, where do you want it to go?
3: Um, I just want it to just continue. Um, my biggest thing is I know that I can literally go into any job and any field, and I'll always be, I'll, I'll always be fine. My biggest thing is just about enjoying every day, mm. whether I'm packing boxes or selling a four hundred thousand dollar house or a forty million dollar mansion. I just want to be happy, mm. and that's my biggest thing. So inspiring people along the way. Uh, to do real estate if that's what they want. Um, and I also want to show that females can do quite well in this industry. This is lovely. That's a I really big that. thing for yeah.
2: me. Hey, Claudia, if you had the opportunity to rewind the clock two and a half years ago and have a chat to Claudia just about she going into real estate, would you say anything to her or do anything different with that knowledge?
3: No. No, I, I, the only thing I would have just said is keep going, Mm. just keep moving forward, always keep moving forward and um, no, because everything that has happened to this point has made me who I am now, Um, but the only thing is, yeah, just never stop, just always keep going, you'll always have bad days, you'll have good days, but the bad days don't stay there, so just keep moving.
0: I think that's a really important message for a lot of the younger agents coming into the industry. I had a girl recently, and this is no joke, she started a job, she was 22 years old. After a month, she resigned. And her reason for resigning was, I've been working for four years, I'm exhausted. Wow. Yeah. And this is, I know, it's hilarious, and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? When can I retire then? What the fuck? Um, my point is is that the younger generation coming into this industry, and I'm on the forefront of it, I see it, mm. I hear the conversations with my team, and it's so frustrating because they don't realise that all the, the – there's no other word to put it but the shit-kicking jobs that you start off in. It might be that you are a receptionist or you're a leasing consultant. It's long hours and it's late nights and they don't have work-life balance, mm. but they're not understanding that the, the tough times – really create an incredible person in the end if you can overcome obstacles you can work the long hours or you can sort of overcome uh, what's the word i can't think of the word like just dis- disparity maybe i think yeah. that's what it might be so claude what advice do you have for these younger people in real estate if you could speak to them the way that i see that i, yeah. that I speak to them what would you say if they're starting in real estate they're struggling with work-life balance mm-hmm. they want to leave what can you what what advice or words of wisdom can you give
3: get out of your own way um, be kinder to yourself and... Go back,
1: sorry, what do you mean by get out of your own way?
3: Well, I see so many people, they're in their own way and... they're. As in they're
1: blocking themselves?
3: They block themselves. It's all negativity and, and drama and, yeah, but I didn't get this listing. Yeah, but he went to my my enemy, my competitor, or he did this you've got to get out of your own way. I have been on the side where I was my own worst enemy and it's not a good place. I guarantee you, be your own best friend. Give yourself some time, go out there because this is one of the most rewarding careers Mm -hmm. that you can ever have one of the most rewarding careers that you will have financially. You can choose what hours you want to put in, but at the end of the day, you've got to work. Nothing comes easy. And you just got to keep moving forward. Keep moving forward, because mm. you never know what's going to happen. Mm. Mm.
2: Mm.
3: And enjoy it. Enjoy. I, I literally wake up every day. I'm happy. I, I, you could be stuck, okay, in an office on your computer, or you could be in someone's house, Getting to know them, and that's work. The way I see it is unblessed. So just change Rewire. mindset. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Claude, there's a segment that
0: we have introduced to our show that we are meant to introduce quite early on, but yes. we got a little carried away. It's called Under the Hammer. And what it is, we're going to shoot quick fire questions at you to oh get God. to know you a little bit better. Um, no one, as per usual, has prepared for this, but we're going to give it a whirl.
3: So let's start with you, Rexy. What motivates you? What motivates me? Um, Inspiring other people. Great, Pete?
2: If you could have dinner with anyone, alive or past, who would you have dinner with? Claudia? Oh, God.
1: You can say me, it's fine.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'd have an interview with God. Okay. I like that. I like that. that. And say, okay, what? (laughs) What is going on? Who is who? What is really happening? What happens when we die? I'd have an interview with God. Very good one.
0: Very yeah. good one. I'll come, please. <laughs> um, you, you, have, you can never eat again or you
3: can never talk again. Which one do you choose? Never talk again. I knew you'd say that!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Duh! Rexy? How do you get through a tough day?
3: Um, so, I focus on the solution, not the problem. The problem is what it is, and if I can't do anything about it, then I just move forward. I pick up the, the phone, call up a friend that's really crazy, wacky, and, and happy. <laughs> um, I put on a happy movie, I get up, and I keep moving. Lovely. I like that. Pete? Okay,
2: when we can start travelling internationally, Claudia, where is the first place you are going to go overseas? Greece. Ooh,
3: how nice? Uh Greece. Turkey, Dubai. Yeah. Ooh, mm. I'm coming. Yeah, anytime.
1: <laughs> you invite yourself there. I you know. know. Anytime. <laughs> no, one,
0: no one's going to invite me unless I invite myself, right? <laughs> Who
3: on earth wouldn't invite her? I know,
0: guys. Just before Rex said I wouldn't be his best woman at his wedding, we're going to get a poll up to but say she, it's just, she invited herself. Yeah, yeah. I invited myself. <laughs> anyway, all right, Claudes, There's 17-year-old pregnant Claudia sitting in the room with you. What do you tell her?
3: Um. Uh, Don't focus on the negative. Just do the best that you can with what you've got and keep striving. Just get back up
1: Mm.
3: and save, 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 save for anyone. I think COVID's proven that to us. Mm. Save. save. Mm -hmm. Foreign concept
0: for you, Rags? (laughs) (laughs) It is. <laughs> <laughs> when jason isn't here for me to give a hard time to i have to uh, deflect it onto someone else so.
1: yeah, it's easier.
0: <laughs>
3: you poor thing hasn't he copped it enough no, no.
0: self-inflicted <laughs> we can't be someone can't. else
1: that inflicted it <laughs>
0: so, thanks for that claude so drawing it let's talk about zed what influence has zed had on your life what what influences mm-hmm. zed had on your life so far i mean you mentioned that you were in this incredibly rewarding career that you absolutely loved and you took this plunge into real estate. There's something about Zed that people obviously gravitate toward and I think yourself as well. People naturally gravitate toward the both of you. Mm. But what was it about him and what influences he had on the success of your career today?
3: Uh, his mindset. Literally his mindset. Like, um, I, we had been working. It's 10.30 at night. We're about to have our first meal and... Uh, I post something on social media and Zed, the woman goes, oh, you know, you guys are doing great. Zed goes, "Claudes, she's got a house, talk to her. I'm like, no, 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 it's like 10, almost 11 o'clock at night, I can't do that. He's like, Claudia, she just messaged you, just pick up the phone. Him teaching me to not care, to mm. just pick up the phone, do the best you can, make that call and just pick up the phone. Mm. That was one of the biggest things for me. Um, Being around Zed, he's got this mindset that uh, nothing really stops him. Uh, Rejection, I'm really good at this as well. If someone says no no to me, I don't take it personal. So his mindset is phenomenal. His mindset is sharp. Mm. He literally, if there's a problem in Zed's life, he'll embrace it. Mm. He this literally is really the importance, right,
0: Rexy. We've spoken about this a lot on this show of having the right director in place and the right, you know, management in place because a lot of businesses fail and a lot of agents, there's revolving doors in real estate because they're not mm. they don't directors don't necessarily always lead by example, right? No, no.
1: But it's also having in my opinion the right mindset. Like if you have the right mindset doing anything, not just the director, it doesn't mm, you yeah. influence yourself. You don't need to be led by your director. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's easy to change your mindset. Mm. Um, if you wanna do something.
3: Yeah, yeah. but he he works on his mindset. He's always so sharp, he's um, so dedicated, motivated, and that's why people are drawn to him. But at the same time, yeah, Zed and I both do really ridiculous long hours, sometimes Mm. seven days a week, but yet you'll still see us partying, you'll still still see us going on holidays, um, you know, going out with friends because we've got life in us and Mm. we we love what we do it's something that really
0: inspires me when i watch your social media claude the hours that you put in but you don't ever let that affect your life and your ability to go out and enjoy yourself how do you manage it all the work life social family how do you manage it all
3: i just do it like for example i was in rye i've literally left a hens just to come here for the interview and i'm going straight back Because the way I see it is, oh, wow, I'm lucky enough to be interviewed. Yeah, I'm gonna take a couple of hours out of my day to make this happen. I'm Mm. living life. I just posted something on social media. You know, Seven years ago, I realized, my God, what if I die today? If I die today, I'm gonna die dead. I'm already dead inside. Mm. My biggest thing now is if I die, I wanna die alive. Okay, mm. because I'm I'm living already. Every day I choose to live. Mm. Every day is an adventure. Mm. Every day I, I and I'm here with you. I get to go back to Rye. That's the <laughs> way the I see house. it. Yeah. yeah, to the haunted <laughs> house. You know what? But it, but but to me, it's living life. It's not boring. What caused I make that it shift though? That
0: that mindset shift? Because that's something that I think a lot of people. It just something clicks. What clicked for you to sort of go? I'm not living a life that I. If I died tomorrow, I would be fulfilled with well,
3: what changed? It was, I was watching a movie and this movie made you question, what if today was your last day? Mm. And I realised I am so dead inside, I'm mm. so unfulfilled, I, I, I have no spark, no uh, purpose, and I'm just, I'm just there.
0: Was it your career doing that to you at the time?
3: Uh, no, it was a, a, a bad uh, boyfriend at that time. Yeah. And I realized, my God, I've got to just, I've got to stop this Mm. and I've got to live life. And that's why every day I choose to live life and and make the most of it and be happy doing it. Mm. I literally choose happiness every day. But happiness Mm -hmm. comes from having a grateful heart. So my gratitude is on point. Mm. So the way I see it, I'm Mm. grateful that I'm here with you guys. And then I'm grateful that I get to go back to write. I don't see it as a chore. Anyone else would say, "What I have to do a two, three hour drive? No way! I'm going to stay at this hands. I get to do it all. Mm.
0: That's it's the really way important. I see it." Mm. And someone that's incredibly grateful that he is not hungover today is Pete. What was that, Pete? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Claudia, you know, having a balanced life is seems to be one of the major sort of benefits of working with a, a culture like Zeds, like. What would you say to someone that's in an environment that isn't healthy? You know, if they're in an agency where they haven't got strong leadership and they haven't got, you know, someone that they can actually get motivated by, what would you say to someone in the industry like that?
3: Um, I would say, look in the mirror. Don't focus on your director. Don't put, don't give anyone else the power of your life. And what you can actually bring to the table. So, at the end of the day, if you if you're working in an environment where there are you know you don't have the right leaders, then be your own leader. Mm. I I too have gone through things where I'm not happy, and I haven't focused on anyone else but mm. me. Because at the end of the day, you've got everything inside of you that you need to do. You just got to use it. We all get tools. So. If you're not happy and if it's really really tearing you down get out go to another agency but you create your own wealth you create your own environment and at the end of the day if you're so busy working getting listings selling homes making money you're not going to worry about any of that Mm. that means you don't have you've got too much time to focus on that as opposed to you
0: it's really important i think we 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 live in a generation at the moment that unfortunately well the younger generation coming in is riddled with you know a lot of uh, there's a lot of unhappiness in the world and i think a lot of it comes from comparing comparisons on social media Mm. um feeling like they're not good enough it's i think i was reading something like one in six americans um in in high school or something have attempted or 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 want to attempt suicide (laughs) like we're living in this world where there's so much unhappiness yeah I know you've mentioned a few things, Claude, that that make you, give you gratitude and bring you happiness. Where does that, where did that stem from? Does that stem from your family and your upbringing? Like, where do you get this sense of gratitude that you're literally leaving a hens, you know, and driving two hours in in torrential rain to come to an interview because you're you're grateful?
3: Where does this, where does this all come from? It's because at one point I was so down because I didn't have anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, At one point I... I was miserable and I didn't have a a sense of direction in my life. And I was, as I said, my own worst enemy. And it really sucked. And I thought, what if I just change this? What if I start talking kinder to myself, just being nicer? When I was my own best friend, my whole game changed. Uh, If I can give you guys one tool and you can use this in business and in your personal life, Majority of the population focus on the problem, okay? They Mm. focus 80 to 90% on the problem with 10% on the solution. I flip it. I literally, I don't care what the issue is. It is what it is. I can't do anything about it. I'm going to focus on this. My whole life changed. Do you know Mm. that we have between 60 to 70,000 thoughts per day? That's the true definition of doing your in. How are those 60 to 70 thoughts that you have in your day? How many of them are 70. about food?
0: <laughs> I would say
3: about 55. <laughs> <laughs> I eat a lot. I know you can't tell, but I eat Where does it go, Claudia? Can I ask? I don't know. Backside. Do you drink?
0: Or do you train? So do you drink? Says me, just <laughs> had an after all splits prior to filming. Do you go to the gym? Like how do you um, look like this?
3: I, I don't do full gym workouts, but I do Pilates, and I'm always active, and I'm always on the go. Yeah, but I eat a lot. You as do well. eat a lot. I I've I've never, lot. ever, ever deprive myself of a good pizza or a burger. <laughs> or, yeah, yeah. It's about balanced life. It's about balance.
0: <laughs> um, ask Claude, you, you have a big following and a lot of people have a perception about you from what they see on social media. What would you want to tell your audience? Something that they don't know
3: about you or something they can learn from you from watching this show today? Oh, I, I actually got asked this the other day. Someone goes, oh, Claudia, tell me uh, four things I don't know about you. I don't smoke, I don't drink, I don't take drugs, and I don't date.
0: Why don't you date? Don't you Sorry, drink? male viewers now, <laughs> <laughs> why don't <you laughs> male viewers?"
3: What did you say?
1: Why don't you drink? Like,
3: <laughs> Majority of people look at me like, are you okay? Do you have fun? Yeah, yeah I still have fun uh, without it. Now I just realised that when I was drinking, I'd feel like shit, um, and I just no, just don't need it. Take notes.
0: Take. Notes. <laughs> it's <fun laughs> <of> my life. <laughs> See that, what
2: Pete? That Thank you for that advice, Claudia. I, I, <laughs> I should have had that last night.
3: Are you going to take it?
2: Yes, I am.
0: Thank I am. you. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, Claude, where, as an industry as a whole, there's a lot of changes happening in real estate, particularly mm-hmm. post-COVID. Firstly, how did you navigate COVID, and what do you, what are your predictions in for real estate in the next ten years? Where do you think it's going?
3: Uh, real estate's definitely changing. Um, COVID has proven that. Mm-hmm. And how, how is it changing? We. So while we were in COVID, we automatically realised, wow, we need to do virtual videos, virtual tours. We need to sell online now. Um, You know, back in the olden days, you'd have to take someone in your car and take them around uh, or you'd go tell them to meet you there. There's a lot more happening now in the industry that we've realised that COVID might be here to stay, unfortunately. I know that sucks. Uh, There's going to be a new norm and you just got to go with, what the solution is and we very quickly realized, like many agencies, all right, we've got to focus on the solution, how we're gonna sell homes, people still need homes, virtual tours,
0: mm. using
3: social media, LinkedIn, Facebook. Do you
0: think you already step ahead because you already had such a big social media presence? Yeah.
1: You yep. guys did quite well through that whole We had some of
3: our biggest months That's crazy. 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 Yeah. A lot of agents
1: were not I, doing anything. Um,
3: I, no we did good it was the first we when we first got out of covid uh 20 days into the first month we had hit five hundred and seventy-four thousand dollars in commission wow in our huge in, in, yeah mm. so we were pretty much straight on the go straight back into think it. about it COVID has proven that your home is the most essential mm. Mm. people so people now are not worried about putting money into their pockets, they're mm. spending. Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: Absolutely, <laughs>
3: with a big social media presence and
0: and I would almost say, Claude, you're almost like, you are like a celebrity. You're like uh, Victoria's very own, what's that listing, that's that show that's on Netflix?
3: Which one? No, you the know, one with all the girls. It. Don't tell me you're selling Sunset.
0: I've not watched it, but you're like Melvin's <laughs> very own selling Sunset. Mm. Brains, beauty, booty, I like to say, the three <laughs> Bs. Um, <laughs> my, my question is is, Have you dealt with any
3: negative feedback, like any haters? And how do you deal with that? Absolutely. There's always going to be haters. Yeah. There'll always be haters. And I can guarantee even if, you know, you do everything to please people, someone will always pick on something. Mm. So I don't live for them. They don't pay my bills. Um, I don't worry about it. I worry about me and my happiness. And I just keep moving forward. I do, however, there have been a few haters that I have... Uh, I've had bullies and I've stood up to them because I don't want them to think that it's okay to just do it to anyone else. And there have been a few bullies that have turned into fans. Mm. Mm.
0: Isn't it interesting that people can become so aggressive on social media and they wanted to tear down. Courage. But I think the, the thing is, Rexy, as a female, right, you, you, you put yourself out there for your business and, and I've, we, we've mm-hmm. got a sort of a group of, of, of females, Claudia and I, that we hang around with our little mm. women in business. I don't know yep. what, we call it something weird. Um, and we're What both, do you call it? I, I don't know, babes. boss babes. Boss babes? Why am
1: I not invited to these boss babes luncheons?
0: Well, are, are you jealous? Yeah, but I've
1: never got <gonna> invites.
0: <laughs> it's girls only. Um, and we've sort of spoken out Sounds about... Sexist. I'm going to put you in a headlock. Do don't tempt me, I will do it, and I'll do it on camera as well.
1: Please um, do it. Oh, Please. I'm injured. <laughs> Sorry, I'm... come in. Uh, we're
0: we're getting done. Done. He's getting in. guys. We're it's getting done. On. <laughs> 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 okay, <laughs> back to it. So, as females, we we put ourselves out there on social media, right? Mm-hmm. And then we get creepo men. So, can you send me photos of your feet? Because I will buy the photos. Would you be interested in coming to my house? And you, we've got it all, you know, all these opportun- uh, options for. Selling our, bo- selling ourselves oh, basically, mm-hmm. and we cop it hard, and we also put ourselves out there on social media. And these are girls from all different industries: real estate, recruitment, um, you know, change management, different different industries. And we've all actively spoken about how putting ourselves out there on social media, you get bullied, you get put down, you get sexualized, um, a lot of abuse, mm-hmm. nastiness, and a lot of girls might start, particularly in real estate putting themselves out there, get this sort of backlash and then stop altogether and go back into their shell. Yeah. I've done it for a period of time when I first started, you know, really putting myself out there on social media. I was copying all this like sexual comments and I was like, oh, I'm not going to do it anymore. And then I was like, fuck this. I'm not putting myself out there because I want a boyfriend. I'm putting myself out there to promote my business. Yeah. So that's sort of where this question comes in and, and the advice that I want you to give to particularly females in real estate that want to start putting themselves out there but the fear of, Bullying, harassment, and rejection. That's what I really wanted to know. Like, how do you talk to those people and tell them what they should, how they should navigate this situation? Well,
3: number one, if you're not strong um, mentally uh, to be able to have a fight with someone else or to stand up for yourself, I definitely don't recommend that you say anything at all. I recommend just back away, delete them, block them, and move on. Only when you get to a point where you are confident in yourself enough that you can stand up, that's when I recommend, because otherwise it can really, really tear you down. I've seen Mm. a lot of girls that say, Claudia, how do you do what you do? And then they try it and then they go into their shell, Mm. as you were saying. So um, for for now, what I would say is ignore them. Just ignore them. Mm. Click that button. (laughs) We are so blessed that we have a button where we just delete, delete, block that's it keep moving forward Mm. because at the end of the day life isn't perfect nothing Mm. in life is perfect we're gonna have hate and you know negativity all around us but if you can embrace that and see that that is life then you can move forward Mm.
1: do you know guys get it as well i get a lot of guys get a lot lot of abuse even females with pictures or whatever the case may be you just ignore it and as you said my view is that It's hard enough to keep yourself happy and the people close to, you. it's impossible to make everyone else Mm, happy.
0: Thank you. So why try? Thank you. Just
1: be you. Mm. Um, What pictures are you getting? You don't want to
0: know. Oh.
1: (laughs) We
3: want to know.
0: Now I want to know.
1: There's a lot of pictures, videos. I get a lot of stuff. Do they want
3: you to be a sugar daddy? Is that what it is? I don't know what they want. Sugar Daddy,
1: his next career <laughs> coming up. And someone said, oh. I don't block, but I should block. Yeah,
0: <laughs> oh, interesting. It's always colourful
1: around you,
0: right? colourful around <laughs> um, So, we've got a part of our show. It's when I think that Pete goes from caterpillar to butterfly. And he hates oh, when I oh, use okay. this analogy, but he grows wings and he flies. And we call it Pete's Cheat Sheet. So, Pete, can you take it away?
2: Chanel, another fantastic introduction. Thank you so <laughs> much. <laughs> so... As you can see, every episode that we've had to date has something about digital in it. Every guest has spoken about the strength of digital and real estate. So we, this month, for this episode, have created a digital presence check sheet. So you'll be able to download it off realestaterenovators.com.au. It's number 11 of our resources. So we're up to 11 resources. They're absolutely being hammered in terms of download. Please enjoy them, use them. And again, if anyone has any resources that they would like us to produce, send us a message and we'll do our best to do it. Back to you, Chanel.
0: That's an awesome, Pete. I like that. Well, Claudia, like I said, the three B's in life, brains, beauty and booty. It has been such a pleasure having you on our show today. Thank
1: you, Thank you for driving down as well. Oh, from...
0: My absolute pleasure. And look, the sun's come out. I know, right? I think that there should be more Thank women God. like you in real estate and we're just so grateful Thank to have you, so you on much. board. Keep killing it, Claude. Thank you guys. Thanks guys, Thank you. see you next week.